0: A lot of people think that we have a certain time period during our lifetimes on earth to achieve everything that our soul will be able to achieve. After that, our time is up and whatever our soul has gained, that will be its place in heaven. That's not the case. Welcome to The Transformative Dove. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 38 of Ksuvvist. And we learn that every action you make has consequences and ramifications that could last for years and decades and centuries. Every one of those gives you growth beyond your life here in this world. Welcome to the Transformative duffin. and thank you for being my harissa today. I like to begin with a story. Refran tells a story of an opening of the Slobodka Yeshiva in Lithuania. A Yiddish reporter noticed a frail senior lady going up to the bima and handing over a few kopecks to take part in the establishment of the institute. Following the destruction of European Jewish life, the Slabotka yeshiva found a new home in Lakewood, New Jersey. Today, thousands of men devote themselves to full-time Torah study in Lakewood. That lady's impact, says Refrand, of being part of the establishment of the yeshiva continues for generations. Let's look at today's Gemara. Abaya said, If a man violated a maiden and she died before she was sentenced, he is exempt from paying the fine, as it is stated, and he shall give the father of the maiden, implying, and not the father of a dead person. A matter that was obvious to Abaya was complicated for Rava, for Rava queried, Is there growth in the grave, or is there not growth in the grave? If there is growth in the grave, the fine is payable to her son, as his mother's heir. Or perhaps there is no growth in the grave and the find belongs to her father as she was a minor when she died. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Torah states if a man shall find a virgin girl who was not betrothed and seizes her and lies with her and they are found, the man who lies with her shall give 50 shekels of silver to the maiden's father. Our sages explain that the monetary compensation is only paid to the father if the sentencing took place while the maiden was under age. If she attained the age of majority, however, she receives the compensation herself. Algamara discusses a situation where the maiden was deceased between the time of the crime and the court sentencing, during which period she would have reached the age of majority. According to Abaye, the compensation would no longer be payable since she has died. Rava maintains that the violator must still pay, be as uncertain as to whom. Should it be the father since she was a minor when she died? Or is there growth in the grave, meaning that the biological clock continues ticking and the money is now payable to her personal estate? What is the basis of Rava's quandary regarding growth in the grave? The Chachmas HaMatzbon suggests that following our physical lives, time stops. He offers the example of the ram that was sacrificed by Avraham in place of his son. That ram was created and prepared at twilight on the sixth day of creation. But if that's the case, the ram would have been 2,000 years old, explains the Chachmas Amatzpon. In this physical world, time moves along a continuum of seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, and years. In the spiritual realm, however, time stands still. That's the meaning of Rava's suggestion that there's no growth in the grave. Once a person passes from this physical world, time stops. How about Rava's alternative, that there is growth in the grave? If time stops and the individual stagnates once he's passed from this world, what would be the basis of Rava's view that growth continues beyond one's physical life? Our souls were placed into physical bodies in this world to do mitzvahs. The more positivity that we achieve during our lifetimes, the greater our reward in the world to come. Generally, once the soul is passed into Olam Haba, our ability to accomplish ceases. As Rabbi Yaakov teaches, One moment of teshuva and good deeds in this world is greater than all of the world to come. Greatness in this context refers to the wherewithal one has to achieve greatness. Whatever one accomplishes during his sojourn on earth determines the soul's place in heaven. After entering the heavenly world of truth, one's spiritual vision is clear and there are no choices to be made. Thus, one no longer has the ability to earn reward. That conclusion, however, is based merely on one's own current achievements. It doesn't take into account the continued impact of one's deeds from his time here on earth. Every person you impact and influence during your lifetime continues to have an effect on your soul's journey after your life. And so with those few kopecks, that lady bought a share in the Torah study of the Lakewood Yeshiva. With every word of Torah study today, her soul is elevated a little bit higher. The question we must constantly ask ourselves during our short sojourn on earth is, Will we continue to have growth in the grave? What will the everlasting impact of our present day actions be? When you encourage someone to do a mitzvah, it has the potential to reverberate for generations. Let's say you teach someone how to light Shabbos candles and make kiddush, and then they decide to initiate those rituals into their family. Hopefully, their kids will see that and be motivated to take on even more in their homes. When you see a teenager struggling with his Yiddish kite and you take him under your wing, culminating in his decision to marry and send his kids to Jewish schools, you've impacted generations. On the days of all, God opens the books of the living and the dead. People often misunderstand the contents of the latter book. It's not for people who are currently alive and destined to die in the year ahead. It's the book of judgment for those people who are already dead from this world. The truth is they're very much alive. Each year, God opens up the book of their eternal life and determines whether they deserve further reward and elevation based on the ongoing consequences of the activities that they set in motion during their lifetimes. We may be talking years, decades, or centuries later. The ramifications of your actions today are butterfly effects for all time. Every choice you make, every encounter you have, Consider the long-term consequences of those decisions and the forever increasing reverberations across the globe and across generations. May you merit everlasting positive influence and eternal growth, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation, it's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter, contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of Simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.